We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They're going to lose with him anyway. He got a jump shot like Hatch. Non-existent. Wow. Non-existent. That's a perfect intro to come on to to start the show, baby. Yeah, it is. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. This is T.O. Say your full name, man, sir. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, know you, by, nobody know you by initials anymore. Well, you just said Hatch. Who knows <laughs> you by Hatch? You know, you know what's funny? They don't know me by my real name. So everybody knows Hatch. They don't know it's Matthew Hatchet, but they know, oh, Hatch, yeah. You know, so we're kind of the Okay, point now. taken. <laughs> nobody, sometimes people don't really know. They don't know Terrell. They just know T.O. This is true. But just for the sake of the show, yeah. Yes, Terrell Owens, a.k.a. T.O., welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This week we have a special guest. We have another comedian, one of the probably top five in my book comedians of, of, all, oh, yeah. of my time for sure. No uh, doubt. Cedric the Entertainer is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. You talking about will laugh your socks off? Yes, sir. Man, I, man I'm telling you, if I had his jokes like his mind, bro, I would laugh <laughs> about their panties, boy. You uh, uh, I would laugh about their panties, boy. Hey, hey. Again, he's been in everything, right? So actor, comedian, obviously, right? He's the uh, Johnson Family Vacation. He was Eddie in Barbershop. How many barbershops they had? Two or Man, three of those. I don't know. Doing the uh, voiceovers in Ice Age and Madagascar, right. as we all know how big those, uh, you know, those type of cartoon movies are nowadays. Uh, he did Cadillac Records, Talk to Me, which is one of my favorite characters. He played a dude by the name of Nighthawk in Talk to Me. Uh, and uh, Be Cool, right? The uh, F. Gary Gray film back in the day uh, with John Travolta and all them. So uh, he, look, he's been doing it for years. I think he got into comedy in the mid 80s. You know, but we've been seeing him on the screen and on, you know, on the TV for like the last probably 20, 25 years. I'm just yeah. excited to have this dude, man. I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, man. Come on, Hatch. You can't just introduce this guy and not promote what this guy oh, got no, going I'm, on I'm, right yes. now. I mean, that, that was all his past stuff. But if you guys want to catch him now, you can catch him on The Neighborhood on CBS. They just got okay for their third season. So go check that out. And he's also on the, the last OG standing with Tracy Morgan as well. So you can check him out now. But I just wanted to get into all the stuff he used to do because you can go on Netflix and, you know, uh, go to them old shows and old movies. Because, again, Barbershop is a classic, obviously, right? Yeah. People still watch Barbershop. Be Cool. No People doubt. still watch Bar- uh, Be Cool. People still watch Cadillac Records. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, if you want to check them out now, it's uh, The Neighborhood on CBS. 
Yes, sir. And again, he's been greenlit for his third season. Am I right? Yes, third sir. season, neighborhood on CBS. So, you know, guys, please, you'd be oh, you'd be making a huge mistake. Like to me, he he's equivalent to me, like in, in the acting world, like he's like a Denzel Washington, but that's of comedy. Yeah. Denzel of comedy. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you know what you're gonna get when you yeah. when he gets on stage. You know what I mean? When he yeah. performs, like you're gonna get that fire. Yeah, he's <laughs> as good as advertised. You know what I mean? Anything that he gets in or he plays on, like, bro, it's it's refreshing. Like I look forward to watching. So I'm definitely have you have you ever went to go see him live? You ever went to go see Set live? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm. Mm, I I'm think I, to I've think. seen a lot. I've, I never went to a Kings of Comedy, which of course you know him, um, Steve Harvey, uh, DL Hughley, right? Bernie yeah. Mac. The rest in peace. Love uh, yeah. Bernie Mac. That was the tour that shook the world yeah. up. Right when them four what? got on on that tour, I mean everybody was like, "Yo, this is like a, a, a Super Bowl every." night you know what i'm Bro, saying like exactly so they, they were because that's when they started going to uh going to these basketball arenas and some football stadiums and do this king of comedy and, and filling them out filling them up because a, a, a literally, literally a comedian would go to a place if you had 2500 or 5000 you're oh, a big you, time comedian yeah. but they was going places you know 20 30 40 maybe up to 60 70,000 people yeah I was like y'all killing it and they was yeah. funny, and they delivered. They delivered every time. So, yep. ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, my man, Seti Said, Cedric the Entertainer is in the building on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. And don't just forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app wherever you get your podcast. No doubt. And, you know, Said is very, very funny. And just because people say you're funny, Patch, don't get any ideas that you're a comedian. Don't I'm get funny. any ideas. I'm just I'm letting funny. you know before we go on air with this I'm guy, funny. just because somebody say you're funny, that don't mean you funny. I'm funny. My mama said I'm funny. Therefore, I'm funny. Yeah, you are funny. <laughs> you funny looking. That's oh, don't it. Be, oh you there you go. Looking. Don't be a hater all your life, dog. Coming let's up do it, next. Man. Let's bring Yee. this guy. Yes, sir. Let's bring this guy on in here. Said he said, welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready. My man. Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast coming to you. I'm your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yes, sir. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready. I'm right here with my guy as well, Hatch. They call him Hatchet. Hey, that's me. right. T.O. is building. Hey, we got a special guest today, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage. We got Cedric the Entertainer in the building. What's up, Ceddy Said? What it do? What's up, y'all? What's happening, man? It's already fun. We, hey. we just got started the pre-show crazy. People don't even know that. Hey, the pre-show is the best part. So I'll be trying to tell <laughs> folks, you know what I'm yeah, saying? The pre-show Liddy up in there. All right. What's up? Already. Yeah, man. man. We just keep it light. We keep it fun. Yes, sir. Uh, obviously, you're 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 the highlight of the day. You're the special guest. So yeah, man, we're just uh, trying to get get acclimated to this new virtual way of connecting and communicating yeah. using this platform to to talk to some of our our favorite people. I know for me, I can't speak for Hatch, but uh, you're definitely one of the my favorite comedians. Uh, between you and Bernie Mac, boy, you guys, boy, I'm telling you, boy, y'all will make it make a guy. Bust some stitches. <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, we go way back, you know. Of course, you know, throughout your playing career, many times seeing you in different cities coming out, you come out, support the shows. We did a lot of charity stuff together. So, you know, always yeah. dope, man. I appreciate that. Say the same thing about both of you guys, man. Y'all do y'all did it top of your game, and that's what's dope. It's, it's hot. Uh-huh. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, of course, you know, again, everybody listening, they, of course, know you from Barbershop, Cadillac Records, Talk to Me, which is one of my favorite characters you played, Nighthawk. 
um, yeah. Be Cool. You had the voiceovers in Madagascar and Ice Age. And of course, from the, the big worldwide renowned uh, Kings of Comedy. Um, yes, but, you know, yeah. kind of let's go back before all that. Kind of tell us like when you started out, of course, like the Steve Harvey show, the, the first TV show you did. But kind of take us back so we can kind of take this journey with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from St. Louis, man. So mm-hmm. uh, I started I started in St. Louis like, uh, I'm going to say 87, man. Like 87, Ooh. my first time actually doing comedy on stage. I'd actually went to college, uh, had a degree. I was working at State Farm. I was the first, I was the first Jake. No, okay, Jake. <laughs> hey, hey you, you had khakis on? Flat <laughs> out. Please. Please say Hey, I bet you had them joints ironed up with the crease in them too, though. Now that's, you know that's so Midwest, dog. I sit my I sit my khakis to the cleaners. There oh, it is. Like, ask, ask for that medium starch on there. And then yes, sir. Like both. Yeah. So yeah, but then I started doing comedy in and around St. Louis around that same time, 87, 88. And then uh and then I came out uh, I came out to uh LA to host uh Comic View for BET. Yeah. And so that was the that was the first time I kind of got popular was like on the national format. Uh I did shows like Def Comedy Jam and mm-hmm. Showtime at the Apollo and stuff like that. And then uh then that basically led me to uh, the Steve Harvey show. Me and Steve was very cool. He was one of the first people to put me on, man. Like uh when I was uh, first touring around, he had a comedy club in Dallas and so I got mm-hmm. to Dallas to go to another club. And when I got there, they canceled me. And I drove down there. I was expecting to make $300. Uh-huh. They canceled me. I was, I that was hurt. Nervous. That 300 hurt right there. Woo, I'm shook. <laughs> no, I don't know how I'm going to get home. And so Steve, Steve had his own club. First, went back in the day when he was having like first kind of the black clubs. A little mm-hmm. spot called Vuku Ray in Dallas. And uh, he put me on. Let me go up each night. He gave me two hundred dollars and get get let me get home. But then he booked me to come back to be a headliner like a couple of months later. And that was the wow. first time I got paid a thousand dollars to do shows. So that was oh, big, man. man. Hey, first time you got paid a thousand dollars. How'd you feel? What? Who drank it? <laughs> who, who Say drank everybody it? drinks on who me. Because, you know, you, you when you got a job, you know, you get paid and everything, but you get, you know, you get checks, you get FICO, yeah. you get stuff deducted, you look at right. everything, you know, but when, when somebody, like, rip you out them, them hundreds and put it in your hand, you like, man, come on, man, this is it right here, so. Right. Uh, right. But that was, it, it was, it was good, though, it was good to feel one, that one to know that you can actually do it mm-hmm. at a level where, where people consider you that valuable. And then it was just right, really about taking that skill set and then just kind of parlaying it over and over again. Yeah. That was it. So, man. yeah. So yeah. tell 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 me, like, how did you just know that you were funny? Like, how did you know that? You know, there's people that are just naturally funny, and then there's people that can get on stage and they perform. They have yeah. scripts and, and things of that yeah. nature. But I like I like those people, and you're one of those guys. You you can be naturally funny, then you can have. You can have dialogue drawn up or you yeah. can have your jokes written for you and then you can make those funny. But what what made like what what made you want to transition? Because, it's, you know, you're talking back, you know, back in 87, 88. I'm in high school. Yeah. So obviously, you know, as as you know, St. Louis and I know there's a lot of a lot of talent that has come out of St. Louis, yeah. basketball, football, all you know, yeah. sports. So what made you transition or, you know, obviously. I'm sure you played sports in high school. What made yeah. you transition from sports to, to comedy? And then what made you realize that you were like, you were that guy that talented to be on stage and, and make people laugh? 
Well, you know, I mean, you know, a lot like everybody, you know, uh, it was another dude that was a comedian. He used to, he used to, you know, tell me the stuff I say is funny. He'd be like, yo, man, that's that's (laughs) funny right there. Who who is that comedian? This this, this comedian named Percy Cruz. Percy Cruz, yeah, yeah, he's still, he still be out there popping off. He's still doing his thing, still doing And so, you know, but he was, he was one of the guys that was like, yo, and he was a pro. He was like out touring, going around. So he basically worked with me, helped me kind of shape up my set a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually entered my name in a, in a competition where he was like, yo, your name on the list, if you go, you go. If you don't, you don't go. So this is one of them things where, where you got to decide, like, all right, cool, this is just a shot. And I went mm-hmm. up, you know, the first time I ever did comedy, I won $500. So that was it. I was hooked after that. Was hooked. Okay. So, so go, let's, yeah. let's, I'm going to go back a little bit further because, of course, they say you played some sports in, in high school. A baseball was yes. your sport. Um, I get, and you know, legend has it that your first football practice you went out to, you had some church socks on. And so when you, when you went out there in your church socks, I guess the coach was like, you say this sport ain't for you. So, yeah. so what other yeah. sports in high school was yeah. you doing though? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so definitely like basketball team, now all these things are like the, these things where, you know, like in your neighborhood, you, I'm, you know, like a lot of people, I'm pretty, I was, you know, above average, if you will, sandlot player of everything. Okay. Football, there you go. basketball. You know, I come out on the court. I can handle mine. I had game. I could shoot. I could dribble. And, you know, okay. when I played football, I had good balance. So I was a running back because I had – I was like fullback style. Like, you know, like Earl yeah. Campbell was one of my favorite kind of running backs. So there you, you ran go. hard. You ran hard. You ran powerful. And okay. so – but organized sports was a little different. Like, it was just because – you know, I grew up single parent household, so my moms didn't really understand it. Like, you know, the idea of this, you know, like coaches making you a man and grabbing you by your face mask. Yeah, <laughs> she, you know, my, my mother. Don't you my touch mother, my son? Yeah, my mother was. An edu- she was an educator. She couldn't even see it. So that's what even what happened on that day. I wore, you know, I was more of a dresser in high school and all through high school. We, you know, we, it was a cast, a bunch of cats. We like to wear clothes, so we. I went to school and I, and I wanted my 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 little fit to match. So I had on like some thick and thins that was the color. We was blue. We was blue and white. So I had on my I, I had on my I had on my uh, you know my, my my athletic socks and then I put on some thick and thins like some blue ones to pop off against my white my white buttons on it. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, Yeah,いやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやい
some good high school players. Um, so, okay, so that's your football experience, but you still follow the sport. You love some football, right? The Bears. Yeah, Steelers, indeed, team. indeed. And, of course, you're from St. Louis. The Chiefs just won. Are you going to switch up and leave the whole Pittsburgh Steelers? Are you going to switch over to the Chiefs now, or what's up? Well, you know, well, you know, St. Louis, <laughs> the Rams the Rams was our team. So, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. So, I feel like I got lucky, man. Like, even though they left the Lou, they came out here where I am now. So, I, you know, I still rock with them a little bit. But I'm from, since I was a kid, the Steelers was my team, man. So, yeah. I'm just always – that's one of them diehard situations. Yeah. And then as I grew older, I became the bear. So I said he bear. My company is bird and a bear. So then yeah. I started dating this girl in Chicago. So then I started rocking with the bears. And yeah. so I got these, <laughs> I got these squads that's kind of like I kind of like circle around them. Some of them just long suffering though, man. Like you know, right. like the bears like, you know, ain't yeah, the bears you ain't just go. Them. Yeah, you just go. You just like the logo. You just like it. Yeah, it's the, the colors and, and the colors go in Chicago. Dope, you right? Know, like, yeah. So, so who do you who do you root for if it's if it's the Bears and the Rams? How do you how do you how do you rock? I mean, who you rock? I I rock the Steelers first. Steelers, Steelers That was that was my high school. Steelers first. That was yeah. growing up. I was a huge Steelers fan. Yeah, okay. Steelers okay. first, and then then everybody else kind of like then it's Rams and then the Bears. Probably yeah. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So now that's your football. Now what about like so basketball? I guess you was a you was a Bulls guy. You was Bulls, a Jordan yeah, guy. Bulls guy again. Long so, but again, that was one of my first first real opportunities to be live in the stadium because Chicago. I'm from the Lou. Chicago mm-hmm. was our it was our Vegas, if you will. It was a yep, quick yep. little hour flight. You could jump up, fly up to fly up to Vegas, Chicago, kick it for the weekend. Or you could drive up there in four hours. That's what we did, you know, when we started to come of age. And so, and of course, it was also during that time of the Jordan run. So yeah. it was fun to be a part of that situation, you know, like just going to the games and hanging out. So, you know, just became real Chicago fan. And then, uh, you know, so I still rock with them. But then, you know, then I like players, man. It's mm-hmm. Like when it comes down to NBA, I'm just a big fan of players. So, you yes. know, and then out here in L.A., you know, is is very much a Lakers town, and you know my my most of my family Lakers people. So, mm. so I did I rock with Brian them, but you know, you know, yeah, but the Clippers like, like, the Clippers I, on the rise. I know everybody on are. that that on that Laker bandwagon. I've been out here for like eight years, so I yeah. so I've got a I've got a chance to really understand this is this is a Laker nation. Understand yeah. everything <laughs> that you know. From Magic Johnson, Worthy, every all those like greats and Kobe. Now the tr- new transition, LeBron is coming over here, yeah. so everybody's kind of rooting for him to get a championship. But yeah. there are some new sheriffs in town, Paul George <laughs> and Kawhi Leonard. They are the new sheriffs in town. I agree. And right now, I, I have a bet with one of my good friends. He's a longtime Laker fan, and you know, I told him, I said, "Bro, I said there's, a, I said after Kobe, there's no, there's no more championships coming through here." For a long, long time, a, ooh, and, I, and I and I really believe that because bit. you know if you look at, <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, I'm a basketball guy at heart, at heart, at so heart, not with your not physical skill at heart, but that's another thing. You go right ahead. <laughs> He used to dunk out. He used to dunk out all the time. T.O. always hey, dunking out everywhere. Hey, 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 just hold on. No, say just because you can make a joke, don't call, don't make you a comedian. Just because he can dunk, don't make him a basketball player. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm glad yeah. people. I'm glad people have witnessed my game that have come on this show. And really, I don't three. Even You're have supposed to, say, to be able to dunk. I know nothing. 
I don't have to say much. <laughs> people come on here and vouch for me. Even though this guy just constantly try to hate on me, people come on here saying, I appreciate you saying that. We're not even going to get on me right now. I know I'm a baller. But let's talk about these Lakers and Clippers, what I was alluding to. Granted, LeBron, by far the greatest athlete that has put on an NBA uniform. My two guys, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. But when it comes to winning a championship, as we're talking 2020, it's going to be hard for those guys to win because, in my opinion, it's because of the lack of depth on their bench. I'm not taking anything away from AD, LeBron, but outside of that, when you talk about in comparison to the Clippers with Kawhi, Paul George, you got Lou Will, Montrez, and that depth on that bench with Patrick Beverly and everybody – I'm looking for those guys to win the championship. Said, give me your take on your Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I agree. I think that, you know, in, in the when it comes down to one, you got and you got the experience too now with Kawhi having a ring over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and again, Paul George is, you know, a, a veteran. I mean, these guys are gonna be tough to beat without that. And Doc is a great coach as well. It's gonna yeah. be a real tough situation to beat. I do think that. I like the um, I, I just I like the Lakers in the sense that I feel like if they can spread the full floor the way they do, they have this opportunity again. That if Kawhi, like if he just don't try to kill you, mm. if he if he and he, if he, if he <laughs> sometimes chilling? sometimes he can just chill. Sometimes it's true. Like, right. Be like yo, like yo, he quiet. His game is quiet as his personality. You be like yo, this boy ain't saying nothing. All game. <laughs> so you know, I'm thinking that you know. I think in, a, in a, you know, but in a multi-game series, I'm going to say that the Lakers can barely squeeze them out, and that's going to be necessary. But what I feel is is so much other, so much other talent in the, in the West yep. that if they that they going to burn themselves out, or whoever they got to play, even playing Portland first. Portland, yeah, I got I, I got Portland in six. Man. I got Portland in six. You got Portland taking them out. I got Portland in six. Oh, top. And I and as I'm gonna we, tell you why. As we speak, as we speak right now. <laughs> don't don't tell me, speak. T. Don't tell. Don't tell me. I'm, I got it. I got it recorded. I got it recorded. I'm just. This is just the first quarter. It is eighteen to four. Clippers. Why? Why would I just? That, I'm just telling you. Who the Clippers? I don't. Want, <laughs> they're playing the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. And it is eighteen to four. Well, you know, again, and, I mean, and like Portangas and and Luca. I don't Luka. know. Like, I th- I think they got they got they got an opportunity to win a game in, in that yep. series and, and make and make uh, the Clippers tighten up. They're gonna have to learn that their their whole team's gonna have to get a lot better to be able to really fight these guys off. But yep. anytime, I always say this about sports: first quarters. That don't mean, uh, yeah. yeah. It don't mean pro nothing, sports, no. yeah. Don't no, mean, I, I, I know. I, I feel just, you. you know, I just want to add a little, little, you know, a little something, something to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, you, where, you tighten, where you, where you tighten up a little bit. I wear, tighten yeah, up, you know, tighten up your suit right quick, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I, did. Speak, I, speak. I do, but I go ahead. go ahead. No, but I do like I like the West in general, though, and I and I do, but I do feel I'm glad to see Toronto even without Kawhi still being very competitive. Absolutely. And they're gonna be interesting. So, but I feel like it's definitely whoever gonna win the championship coming out of the West this year, though. There it is. Yeah. Go ahead, you then, yeah. Yeah. Talking about speaking of competition, you know, comedians. Like I said, I think everybody. I mean, is this is this similar to like you know how rappers these guys East Coast rappers, West Coast rapper. Do y'all have some of that competition amongst the comedians? Not like beef, beef. But I mean, if there is, have there has there ever been anything like that? And 
what is that like, you know, to be a comedian? Then you're obviously, like I said, you compare yourself. Like I said, I know there's a lot of uh, Atlanta uh, comedians, Earthquake and all those guys that I've, yeah. I've met out there. Uh, what is that What is that like in the in the comedian, comedian world? You know, I mean, for the most part, comedians, we operate in a very cohesive fraternity, man. Like everybody yeah, right. actually, everybody actually, unless somebody like stole your joke or it get real, right. real, like individually personal. But in general, especially all the top guys, we all root for each other. We all like, you mm-hmm. know, you know, the only thing that ever really separates people is money. Like, you know, when people start to go like, all right, cool, you know that. Like, it, it, especially at this time, everybody got to, you know, you give Dave Chappelle that, that that king mm-hmm. status and 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 Kev Hart, you give them they 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 big dog status because they making right. big deals and big big moves. But as far as comedy goes, comedians usually just rock with them. They like to rock with each other. Everybody mm-hmm. like to have fun, you know. And they and, and both of them dudes, they both is like shoot, everybody come with me. They don't really care. Neither one of them. Chappelle let anybody get on the stage with him. Mm-hmm. Can't ever let anybody cool. get on stage with them, so they never like nobody like afraid or hating on somebody. Cool. So it's so yeah. it, it's it's been really like that, you know. And the main thing is to kind of for us is to lift our lift our ladies up, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we got dope female comedians, female. and I know that yes. I know that they talk about doing that in you know with the WNBA and how do yep. they try to maintain the where everybody like is like the athletes are the athletes. And so, you know, you know, from, from Samoas to Dale Givens to Monique's to all right. of them, you know, the, the, to Leslie's, all of them, we trying to figure out like how to make sure that they lifted up as well. Like while all these guys out here like churning down this bread, like, you know, we, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, me, that's, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. We got to give them their roses too while they, yeah. while they yeah. here, just as well as everybody yeah, else. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome that you guys are trying to do that, especially, Especially at this time, the, the, the climate in, in which we are as a country anyway, I mean, it's, it's, it's always awesome to kind of empower and, and uplift our, our, our women. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's big ups on that. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, of man. course, you of course, you done traveled around, you done seen everything, performed in front of thousands upon thousands. But again, I, from our point of view, right, the athletes always wanted to be the actors and the actors and comedians always wanted to be the athletes. So, of course, you met all the guys. Um, you know, playing, you know, who plays still and who don't play in the past. Name some of the people that you've seen, like, that wanted to meet you backstage. You was like, oh, this is cool. I'm glad I got to meet such and such. Or he was cooler than I thought. Or or maybe somebody was sitting in the in the, in the uh, audience that you didn't get to meet, but you wanted to meet, like, at one of your shows. Uh, man, I, I, you know, of course, like you said, it's been a long, illustrious career, man. And so mm-hmm. definitely had the opportunity to meet some dope, dope people. Uh, right. You know, some of the some of the fun ones I can say that I remember was, was 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 again because I'm an old school Steeler fan. Was walking down the street in Miami mm-hmm. and ran into uh, Franco Harris. Like we was just okay, like, oh, like wow. just, okay. just switched up, and then Franco was like, "Whoa, oh, coming out this restaurant!" I was like, "Yo, can't believe it!" I was like, right. "Yo, Franco Harris." I, was going. <laughs> uh, I remember going to a Nick game. Got sitting sit next to uh, Odell. Like okay, when, you know, yeah. early on, so that was dope. Like okay. when he was just the young, hot, hot dude, and everybody was going crazy. Yeah, um, you know, uh, you know, when it comes to that, uh, Dion, you know, yeah, back in course. the day, me, yeah. you know, Prime was like bigger than life back in the day. So Prime yeah, no <laughs> yeah, so you know, like being an opportunity to like he, he, he brought me down to do a show or something. You know, I mean, yeah. you know. Uh, and so it was like fun just being around his personality and able to just kind of kick back with Prime. And so, yeah. uh, you know, but, you know, I definitely had like some cool 
even old school basketball players, you know, like uh, Elgin, Elgin Baylor was at this wow. event before, like wow. yeah. classy gentlemen. You know, you meet these people and they be like real classy dudes. And uh, You say yes, sir, and, to them. Yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You find yourself being in a situation like you like, yeah, man. And of course, being able to play doc, uh, play golf with Dr. J, like one of my, you know, great, wow. great legendary dudes and being able to hang with people like that been uh, been awesome. Hang with Ma- Magic Johnson, MJ. Like, yeah. I, you know, I had a, you know, through through comedy and had my, you know, run-ins with some really dope people. T.O., of course, too, as well, so. You, you uh, hold, 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 wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You don't, you yeah, don't put, don't put yeah. T on that yeah. list. Don't put T on that list. Hey, 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 time I do sit ups in my driveway. Hey, 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 you heard, you heard who we followed me up with. You heard who we me up with, MJ and some of those guys. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, Hatch, before we go, man, we got to take a pause for the calls. We got to give some shout outs to our guys over at Beastroke Post. And Matt Weldon. Yes, sir. Let's take about a quick second. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, and get your popcorn ready podcast. You know what? Actually, I'm looking forward to going on this website, MacWeldon.com slash popcorn. What kind of what kind of fabrics they got? What kind of products they got up in here? Hey? They got air knit. What? They got dry knit. What? And they got warm knit. What? Yes, sir. It's built for mobility and utility. Our high stretch fabric helps you comfortably power through your most active days. Oh, they also have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. Hatch, that means they eliminate odor. Just FYI. No, that means it can go up to space because it's used by NASA, Olympic athletes, and U.S. Special Forces. Oh, not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. You know what? I'll take it. Just go visit MacWeldon.com slash popcorn and enter promo code popcorn for 20% off your first order. The folks at Mack Weldon have even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level one gets you free shipping for life. And once you reach level two by spending $200, Mac Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the next year. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash popcorn and enter the promo code popcorn. Hey, hey uh, Hatch, have you got your uh, box of uh, awesome items yet? You know I did. AT, you know what I did get in my box of awesomeness? Got what? me some good cooking tools. Cooking tools? Can you Absolutely. Even cook? Hey, after this box of awesomeness, I can. Ask for a cookbook while you're at it. <laughs> no, I'm going to upgrade you at Bespoke. Bespoke Post is here with customized box of awesomeness collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. So I know you need a little help, T. So get your little Bespoke Post in your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month, no matter what you're into, including you. I'm covered, bro. Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections to every part of your life. And to get started, all you got to do is take a quiz. I took the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick out the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or you can cancel at any time. Each box only costs 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside of it. So get your swag up, T. No, yeah. And everybody loves a discount. So Box of Awesome, they're giving 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com 
and you have to enter the code POPCORN at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code POPCORN for 20% off your first box. Hey, so so let me so let me let's go back to your career a little bit. Of course, again, you know acting and comedy is, you know, runs hand in hand with you. Give me like a a, a movie that you saw that you was like, man, if I could have been in that movie, that you know, I could have did this. And give me like what role you would have wanted to play in that movie. Like I always I always envisioned you in life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, everybody was everybody always wanted you in wow, life. And I'm like, yeah. why well, wasn't said he said in life? Right, right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So what you know. Life, life is a legendary one. Probably for me, it been coming to America. Okay. I, you know, I mean, yeah. I love yeah. and I love the dude that owned the, uh, the you know, the uh, the uh, apartment McDonald's. building that came in. No, no, I like oh, that. I like that. I like that role. McDowell's was dope, of course, but you know, right. once you see John Legend, I mean, John Amos playing him. I don't even know if nobody else could pull that off. <laughs> but, I, but I just, I like the dude that was in the apartment building that when he right. came in, it was like, yo, oh, it's a real yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right. And he like was in the, he was in the jacuzzi and stuff. He was like, yo, right, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, it could have been fun. Like he switched apartments with him and all that. You'd yes, like, sir. I could have took that one up a little bit. Harlem Nights is another yeah. one you wish right, you right. had an opportunity being to rock the old suits and being that way. With Eddie and and Richard Pryor, it would just yeah. would have been a dope one. So you know, uh, but, but it but, it ain't too it ain't too late though. What's what's something that you might want to put together? Like who who's your like your dream cast? If it was a cast of four dudes, right? You give me your dream yeah. cast in a movie, and don't oh, don't man. don't leave don't leave the women out. Don't, leave don't the yeah women don't leave out. the women out. Yeah, okay. you got to throw some women up in there too. <laughs> oh man, well you know, I probably for me, I mean, I. I got a movie idea I love that would be like dope for me, Eddie Murphy, Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. like in my movie, I wouldn't want Regina Hall in all my movies. She wanted the funniest comedian, yes, you, know, you know, actress, comedian, beautiful, great personality. Yeah. So I want Regina Hall in there, you yeah. know. What about saying? the up and coming uh, Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany Haddish is legendary at all times. She, she, yeah. she my good friend and great peoples and so, uh, and then you know it's a lot of little young dude like the like the DC young flies and them, them cats. Yeah, I like I like seeing roles for these dudes. Carlos Miller, like these mm-hmm. young guys, they don't get a lot of like like pop. But I just see like if you get them the right role, they'll just knock they'll it out of the box. So yeah, right, sure. right. yeah. Um, so Mike again, so you, I like doing Mike movies Epps, with Mike yeah. Epps. Yeah, he's one of my Funny. guys too. So if you've done everything in the industry, you know, so are you gonna do? Are yeah. you gonna be producing and directing in the future? Yeah, yeah. So I produce, uh, you know, I produce my TV show now, and I got other shows that I'm the neighborhood on CBS. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations on going on your third season on that as well. Big up, man. Thank you, fam. And And, uh, let let me put it out there: Uh, if you need an actor or you need anybody, I would like to, you know, right now. Let me let me be the one to tell you, I am into acting. I know okay. you may not think it. This guy right here. No, he he's not. Give me no Just because he looked like a comedian hey. don't mean he's a comedian. Hey, brother out. This is a, hey, this is a this is a good time to be a black man in America. You know what I mean? We helping out. We helping true, out each true, other true. right now. That's right. I got you. I see. And then with the glasses on, you could be men in black four five. You can you already, you already be like you know, Yes, <laughs> oh heck yeah, that's funny. We yeah. hey man, got such an entertainer on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast with me and To. Um, of course, let's say you're from St. Louis originally, and of course yeah. you have uh, there was a lot of the 
the the movement and a lot of these things that's been going on up there. I think, uh, you know, in the last really five, six years, for you guys been, you know, uh, at the forefront of all this. So anything that you've been going back and trying to do, help your community out with any of that stuff? Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's several things. Of course, the Mike Brown thing was, was one that mm-hmm. set it off for St. Louis. It was very close to the neighborhood where I grew up with. And mm-hmm. so, uh, but a, a lot of those initiatives are things that me and my manager, who, uh, who still lives in the loop, uh, we stay very active on all the political fronts, everything. We just had a really great involvement with getting people out to uh, get some uh, really cool people elected. Uh, that, so we had some changes going on there and some of the, you know, uh, the representative uh, roles, uh, you know, both statewide and citywide uh, and also uh, the district attorney. So, you know, these are things that we just, you know, again, try to lead these initiatives to get people out get them involved in vote, uh, ride, share programs, put, you know, mm-hmm. throwing the cars out there, getting the vans out there for the old elderly people. Um, and so we work with a couple of great organizations, of course, you know, like Urban League and 100 Black Men and those kind of things uh, to, to to make sure that we're participating with with people that got boots on the ground. So those, those are kind of the things that we do there, of course. And then I'm, I'm my big initiative is women's health. Uh, I do, uh, you know, the uh, Rosetta Boyce Kyle's, uh, my mother's, name is a women's health facility at uh, in St. Louis that I have with my mom's name on it that we do great work there to make sure that one you know for both young athletes but women women's health all the way up the board from cancer to just you know sports injuries to everything is where we try to be able to focus on how do we keep our uh, keep our women strong like again all motivated from being raised in a single parent household with my mother's both mom and dad Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. and uh, you know, speaking on those topics, and obviously, like I said, we're 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 on the cusp of obviously a, a new election. Um, you know, not to get too political, but just to touch on some of it. Um, yeah. Joe Biden obviously nominated uh, Kamala Harris, a VP. Um, you know, what what do you think about you know his his pick uh, with her as far as the first black uh, African female? Um, to, to be in that position. And then I think as a black community, I think just me just listening and, you know, me strolling through a lot of timelines and, you know, I'm trying to educate myself about, and I have become more, more knowledgeable of, about everything that is going on with our government. But I think as yeah. a black race, black community, um, I think what I've heard, you know, with Joe Biden, because again, you hear, you're hearing mixed stories, obviously with, you know, what he support, what he doesn't support. And I think with the black community, I think the concerns with him being president is just like empty, empty promises. So what's your take on that? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, you know, we, we live in a very, you know, of course, very polarizing time now with just the way the whole world is set up. And then of course, uh, between, you know, the George Floyd of it all with Black Lives Matter, it makes people, and then with, you know, uh, with 40, with, with, with 45, the way he came in, right. it made everybody, you know, be separate and make you, make you feel like, I mean, you literally can't be friends with people no more. Right, that you right. That was cool because of this, the way he's polarized uh, people in politics. And so for me, I just think that anything other than that, not saying that, I, you know, that, but I, I really am uh, not a big fan of this whole two-party system. This idea that we got yep. uh, we we supposed to be in the land of the free, but we literally literally only got two choices: either this right. guy or that guy. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like you know. Right. Absolutely. And so you know, but it, that being said, you know, it's important that we all get out and get involved, get encouraged to vote, whatever your stance is. But I, you know, 
I, I believe that Kamala is going to be a great asset to him. I believe mm-hmm. that, you know, again, everybody's got a story to tell. So people love mm-hmm. to be able to, to point out your dirt and then say that's what you all about. But all of us know we are not the sum of one event in our lives or, right. or, or two right. or three. Like, you mm-hmm. know, in, in generally we hold people. And so, you know, I think that when people try to, you know, cast aspersions on any aspect of their personality, what I do know is that they, they not this dude that's up here lying to your face, right. cheating, putting his boy, getting his boys out of jail, got 59 criminals around him, everybody a right. criminal, and he just do criminal stuff dead in your face. And right. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Be be like the old days. Keep it in the dark. Do it at Right, night. don't let us know. Yeah, yeah I don't want to know. on TV and just tell me you just going to push me in my head and then do it. You know, right. like, no, and, like, and like, the, no, and, the one yeah, finger. No comment. Say you going to do it and then do it. And then he do it. Oh, whoa. Already. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, but, you know, politics is very polarizing right now, but, but I yeah. do think that, needless to say, that if you don't vote, you, you know, your, your opinion don't count. So nobody want to hear you on Twitter the next day talking about what you think if you ain't get exactly. out there and at least cast your vote. So do that. Right, exactly. yeah. Yep, do that part. Yep, coming up November 2020, get out there and vote, everybody. Again, yeah, it's going to be a big one. Um, so another another segment we like to do on this show is uh, we call it Stardom. Bench them or cut them, right? Oh, of course, you know, you know, what, you you know what I'm <laughs> saying. So, I'm, so get, so get your mind right, said. Oh, hey, hey, right. hey, we done had a couple people on here. They done bowed out. They didn't. They done bowed out gracefully now. Wow, hey, y'all, so, y'all don't so, make it easy then. I tell it ain't you. gonna Ooh, be easy. Hey, so hey, this, I this is. Gonna try, I, I gotta give it to my boy Hatch. He comes up with some nice ones. Oh. I just, hey, anything about this show, I love right. this addition to start, bench, and cut them. Yes, so, sir. Hey, yes, I'm sir. Coming. It's going to be, hey, it's going to fry your brain oh. for a few seconds. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, so we're going to take it to the football world, though, right? We're going to take it to the- GM hat on there. GM, GM hat, hat on, on, right? All right, career, a total career, right? Who would you, who out of these three, cut one, start one, bench one? Franco Harris. Walter Payton, Jerome mm. Bettis. Mm. Like I, got, I put two Steelers on there because I know he gonna have to decide. That was that's... rude. It was straight rude. <laughs> that's what it was. It was rude. It was rude. I know man. you're a Steelers yeah. fan, baby. All right, so back then, so on this one. Uh-huh. Oh, this oh, he blooded, rude. Right? Hey, you ain't <laughs> this called blooded, but this is what I'm gonna do on this one. I'm gonna start Walter Payton. Okay, okay. respect. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, cause Franco. Oh, you gonna and, bitch. And I'm a cut, I'm a cut JB, man. You're gonna cut <laughs> JB, okay, huh? That's fair. That's okay, right. like respect. That. Respect. Like the bus, man. Okay, All let's right. go. Let's that go to another not, yeah. another another Steelers version of this. Okay. Oh, uh, let's go to the receiver position. Lynn Jeez. Swan, which I know who you loved, because you was a Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Everybody who yeah. loves Swan. Uh, Heinz Ward and Juju. Ah. Oh, <laughs> Ben, ah. one, cut one. Yes, sir. You got it. You yes, got it. Ah. 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 Wow. You know Start what? This is this this one might surprise you though. Like okay. I'm think I'm thinking about the game as it is today. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna start. Juju. 
Ooh, that is Ooh. a surprise. Wow. I'm, gonna okay. start, I'm actually going to start Juju. I'm going to bitch Lynn Swan and Yo, cut. Oh, the house that don't even sound right, huh? I don't even like that I one. I don't like that one. Let me go back. Let me go back. You know what? I'm a bitch high boy, and I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna cut this one. You go cut. cut. That's what I like that. You're gonna cut four Super Bowl rings. That's what you go cut. Wow. Wow. Okay, see that, that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Oh dog, you that got was... it. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna put no comedians. I, I'm in gonna there? I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him wow. just give us the top because I'm gonna because I know he breathing Ooh, heavy over there. Ooh, you let him off the hook. I'm gonna let hey, him off the hook. But see, we do want you your top. Hook. We do want your top five comedians though. Okay, we, yeah. Oh man. Not well, this is hey, this is actually this is actually good, Sid, because now you yeah. don't have to okay. really. You don't yeah. really have to disrespect anybody. And this, this yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is your personal, this is your <laughs> is, top five. Is it an order? Is uh, it no, not in order. order. Right. Any just order, but five. just your, right. your top oh, five. Oh, damn, this, this code right here, then. Because <laughs> when it comes to comedians, you got to go, uh, like for me, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, they on their squad. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm putting George Carlin on mine. Okay, George, All legend. Right. I'm going to go with Bernie Mac, and I'm going to go with got Chappelle. Chappelle, don't put Chappelle Chappelle up there. Yeah, don't put Chappelle up there. He legend. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, George, and Bernie Mac, and uh, Chappelle. Don't hey, those are some hey, those are some nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carlin was Carlin, one of them super dope like. Great mm-hmm. writer, underrated, but it's so many. I love comedy so much. There's so many people yeah. that I'm just like hate that I can't even say. Like you know what True. I mean? Like right, right. of course the late the late Robin Harris was one of my favorite. Oh baby man, kids. yeah, baby, baby, baby kids. He inspired me to do comedy because he was the really? first dude that looked like he looked like somebody uncle on stage. And I was he like, was, oh. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you you could do that. You could do that. You that song? I was like, right. Yeah. Right. I, for right. me, for me, said I think I I really gravitated to Kings of Comedy. I remember because I think yeah. I may have been in San Fran and you guys were doing y'all tour. Y'all was in Oakland. Yeah. And like I said, so I, I remember that man. And man, I'm talking about dude. I've never laughed so hard, man, to where continuously it just, <laughs> it just makes you it just makes you nauseous and sick yeah. that you're just having such a good time, man. And it's just be, especially. Being in a time like this, man, it makes yeah. me appreciate moments yeah. like that when you can just laugh and be around each other, man. That's, I mean, we were so far away from talking about social distancing, man. So that yeah. was like one of my first encounters, just really just experiencing, just, just just watching you guys work. Like for me, as football players, yeah, we, we perfect our crafts and we do what we do on the field. But I saw that that was y'all that stage was like y'all football field. You know what I mean? It was, a ch- it was the first time that I could say that, you know, as a comedian that I would liken it to be or what I would feel it would be to be on a championship team, right? Mm-hmm, like right. the celebration of all us together, the way we was doing arenas. We was like, play was just yeah. rock star. It was rock star comedy, man. Like, like one of the first kind of yeah, times. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and, the, the, and the camaraderie was lit. Like we, everybody, me and Steve was doing the Steve Harvey show together. Then mm-hmm. we would leave and go do the tour together. We fly back, you know, and then, uh, you know, and B-Mac, you know, he was able to get his show off the King's Comedy. So you think the Bernie yep. Mac show is a direct joke that he did on the Kings of Comedy, that the yep. whole setup. And then, Man. you know, and then, and then DL is still out here, like legendary doing his thing. So, 
You know, I, I like I like that elevation. You feel like the Beatles. You feel like, you know, yeah. like anytime somebody just came in and did some new addition, they just was big yeah. and then they stayed, <laughs> right. they stayed relevant to you for your whole life. You be like, yo, they still popping. Like, I yeah. like that. Yeah, man, I, yeah because that's comedy right, is such an individual sport, if you will. Yeah, yeah that's your first time to have that yeah. team yeah. camaraderie. Yeah. I, I definitely understand yeah. that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, man, I mean, so T, T don't understand it because he's not a team guy. So oh, he's, wow. you know, he likes the he likes oh. the individual sport himself. Wow. There are certain guys like myself and and said he said and you know Bernie Mac. You know, uh, we just demand there attention. There ain't you know, no we. We come hey, in you're and we're not in the we. You're not we in their we. And if you, if you look at all of us, we dark skin, uh, you know what I mean? We capture yeah. the room. You know yeah. what I mean? We can capture the room in the dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. what we do. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear all that. I'm paper yes, background. You know what I'm saying? I, no. <laughs> hey, hey, one, one, one question. With the, with the success of, of Kings of Comedy, have you guys ever retried, ever thought about revisiting or duplicating that? And obviously, as you said, that that was a great team of people and nucleus of people. So obviously it has to be the right people. And then yeah. if that is the case, how do you how do you go about you know organizing, orchestrating that team of people? You know, I mean, we we definitely talked about it. You know, of course, uh, you know, with, with with Bernie passing, it made it a little tough. You know, because right. you know he you know he's just a legend. But you know, I think that you know, and then it's like so many people that really can fit in that category. Like, right. so we always kind of talk about like, who will we do? Would it just be me, Steve and DL and, and go back and do you do like just Bernie Mac where you do a little section and just put it on the screen and let them just right. kind of like rock out. Uh, you know, but like for me, I always figured out if we could talk, uh, Jamie Foxx into doing comedy again, right. he would be the right person to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, everybody else right. is legend. Like, like, you know, like Kev, Kev is his own dude doing his own arrangements. Right, right. Pale, same way. He always been like to the left. And then, you know, then you can know you can you can vouch for anybody that that, you know, from Chris Tucker to Earthquake to to Epps to, to anybody that you really rock with. We all yeah. and we all love them dudes. But I think like he, to be a king, you you almost it had to be somebody like Fox. Like people forget that right, Fox right. as a stand-up is one of the best too. And, like, and, and he, honestly, he, he's definitely dope as a stand-up. Yeah. Right. And honestly, to be honest, especially against, you know, trying to, you know, come out of this pandemic and obviously trying to bring everybody together, bring the black community together. I think this will be an ideal time to kind of do that and segue as we kind of because, I mean, we're not going to be in this COVID situation forever. forever. But yeah. I think coming out of it just to kind of keep that momentum That's going good. of exiting COVID, trying to uplift everybody. You know, like I said, all lives matter, but black lives us as a community, I think that'd be a great time to kind of like you know, do that. Yep. I like yeah, that. That's smart thinking right there. That might, well, you know, I, I can be a, and that might be all right. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I can yeah. executive produce. You, you know, you can you come out and do like a, a tight two, two, three minutes at the top, to yo, just like yo, everybody was. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I can bring y'all in. Oh yeah, yeah, I bring y'all in. No, 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 he can't do that. The only thing he would, this is what he would do if he came out on the stage. The first thing he would do is take his shirt off. 
That's it. Oh, that's all he's going to do. That's all he's going to do. Whatever I need to do to get the crowd light. Whatever I need to get the ladies going. Do some sit-ups. He's going to start doing some sit-ups and some push-ups right there on stage. With hey, the that's part, hey, it's he all got, part hey. of show business, baby. Whatever you do. Get your popcorn ready with Cedric, the entertainer. <laughs> he is in the building. Yes, yes sir. sir. No, Cedric, we appreciate you coming on, man. Taking some hey, time. Man, you know up, what I'm saying? Already, we appreciate it's been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate y'all, man. It's been good, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, the show been popping, and people are always talking about y'all. You know, this is good, man. So, this is good to be a part of it, man. Big up, all right? Thanks, no That's doubt. Thanks, up, thanks a lot. All right, appreciate all right. it, man. Take care of yourself, young fella. All right, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Peace. Uh-huh. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, the entertainer, Cedric, the entertainer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. I told you that dude's hilarious, man. That's my guy right there, man. Good man, people. You ain't, you ain't, Good you people. didn't have to tell me. Trust me, bro. <laughs> bro, trust me. I was, man, I was so real just trying to explain. Like, I just I almost got overwhelmed with the emotion, just, man, just kind of just, like I said, he's like one of the top, my top comedians that. Yeah, he's like, in my people, top five. Yeah, like sure. when somebody asked me, like, well, who do you like comedy-wise? You know what I mean? Like, you see all these guys, like, you know, Will Ferrell and, you know, all these, you know, Adam Sandler. That, they're great. They're good. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like, like I, he possesses it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, Because yeah. he's got that range. He got range. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 know, you know when he does the uh, the mechanic dude, and he put the little put the little cigar right there and start talking about you know. Bro, he's <laughs> he's a bro. He goes into full character, like All like you said, growing up in that in in that environment, growing up in the hoods, St. Louis, like being around uncles and granddads, yeah. and, 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 and 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 big cousins, pokey, nook yeah. nook, dog, man. Yeah. He's, He's tiny. <laughs> right. Dog, he bro, he he has it all, man. It's just so 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 refreshing just to see all this stuff come to life. Yeah. And he's just funny, bro. He, he is funny hilarious. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, we've had Russell Peters on the show. We have Bill Bellamy on the show, some great comedians right. as well. Uh, just appreciate having such an entertainer come on the show today. Bless us on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Yeah, uh, I, you know what? I can't wait till we get our first female comedian on the show. Female comedian. Yeah, huh. I'm looking okay. my, 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 gotta... my my pitch would be Tip, Tiffany Haddish. But guess what? Tiffany Haddish, okay. I, I like but I like some more. If you've never heard some more, yeah, that hilarious. might not be for the, hey, that, hey, her. <laughs> that's not her, for everybody. Her audience ain't for, <laughs> ain't for all ears. Hey, that's for the grown. For the grown, man. Hey. That's for the grown. Listen here, people that's listening. <laughs> hey, y'all go check out some more. That's S-O-M-M-O-R-E. Y'all go check her comedy out. Hey, let me tell you something. You better have some, woo, <laughs> you better have some grown ears for that comedy. Yeah, yeah she is, going in. What? But it is hilarious. It is, trust me, it is rated R. It is not PG-13. So let me tell you, you <laughs> go listen to her, mm, get ready. It's rated R-50. It's you got to be 50 years old to be, <laughs> gotta hey, be an, it's rated you got to be an adult. Hey, it's rated R. <laughs> you got to be an adult. You dig? No uh, so yeah, let's get to the three and now uh, for the, uh, Cedric the Entertainer. So again, I think number one for me is... Uh, when he got to meet, because one, it was like one of my childhood heroes as well. When he said he was walking down the street in Miami and he got to meet Franco Harris. And I was like, that's funny again, because you know, when you get stars, you look at him as a star now, you're like, oh, he doesn't really get excited to meet nobody. But yeah, you kind of go back to that moment where you you met 
that person, you're like, oh my goodness, that's such and such, you know? And for him right. to meet Franco Harris and talk about it, that's kind of, that was kind of funny. That kind of stood out to me. Yep, yep. Uh, so, okay, second, number two. But before, before, be- we, before we go to number two, though, who was your first person you got like, I'm, I'm like, you got nervous to meet? Um, I, didn't, I, I didn't get nervous, but I remember meeting Michael Jordan for the first time. Yeah, I remember mine too. So yeah. I met him. It was Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta. And it was Keith Sweats. I think Keith Sweat had a club uh, somewhere. I think it may have been on Piedmont somewhere. Mm-hmm. And and all I remember, like, it was dark. And he was back there in the corner. And um, I went over and somebody came up to me like, man, you want to you meet Michael Jordan? You want to meet MJ? And I'm like, yeah. So I made my way over there. And I think just how people have, when you meet somebody, then you kind of, you, you remember certain little things. And so obviously meeting mm-hmm. him, but then when I shook his hand, his hands was just like, people say, I got big hands. Yeah, but he got big I hands. Introduced, yeah. yeah, but I introduced <laughs> myself. I was like, yo, I said, I'm Carolina. He goes, man, he goes, I know who you are. You know what I mean? So that made me, that made me feel extra good. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's Michael Jordan. He's very personable if you get to know him. And like I said, I've heard people say he's an asshole, this and that and the other. We all have our moments and times. Like right. I said, but for me, my my encounter, bro, it was, like I said, I, I'll, I'll never forget. I Trust me, I'll never get. I remember going up the stairs, g- going up in this yeah. big, big room. It was dark back there. And like I said, you know, for me, just being respectful, like you were saying earlier, you say, yes, sir. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's just how yeah. it was. And I'm like, you know, and I, and I introduced myself and, you know, said my name. He goes, <laughs> man, I know who you are. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I shook my hand. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, man, the the rest of history. I mean, the funny thing, that was, again, I never wanted to really meet anybody except for MJ. And it was it was 98. And he had just came out with the first football shoe. And it was uh, remember, he got Moss to sign. Right. Yeah. Football guy. So MJ, you know, MJ, go come to the game. And, you know, know, okay, MJ might be he might be here this weekend. You know, I ain't tripping. You know how you go out for that first little warm up, you know, what everybody else is. Um, right. Pat and go and stuff. Pat and go. So like that. So he came back in and he was already in the locker room. Man, I was I was over there like, OK, MJ is here. MJ is here. You know what? I felt like a girl. You know what I'm saying? So I walk over to him. Everybody was saying, what's up? So I walk over to him. And I just remember when I, you know, I got, you know, trying to say, hey, what's up, Hatch? I said that in my mind, but my voice was like. Hey, what's up? It's Hatch. <laughs> my my voice went so high. I just oh my god. You know what I was like? What? And then in her monologue, I'm like, did my voice just go high? And I remember my oh. forehead just started sweating. And I'm like, this is MJ. And he, you know, we were having a conversation, but I don't remember nothing I was saying. I'm just <laughs> I'm looking at his mouth move like this, but I'm just like <laughs> shaking his hand. You, you know, I walked goofball. away. You are goof. I was just dude. like that because again, there's no. You know, you go back, you wanted to meet like Tupac and back in the day, you wanted to meet Biggie, you wanted to meet, like none of those things ever moved me. But that moment with MJ, like that was it for me. I'm like, I don't have to meet anybody else in the world. You Man, know control saying? yourself, dog. I control it. My voice just went yourself, high. That's, that's, all it, that's all it was, man. So. Man, I mean, you know, you know. We as superstars, you know, we we used to oh, that. Oh man, I, I was I was a, in my second year. I wasn't no superstar yet. No, no I got shit. Neither was, neither was I. I can't remember what year that was that the Super Bowl was in Atlanta, but uh, yeah, that 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 was one of the that was one of the highlights, you know, absolutely uh, of my career. Yeah, and then like I said, I ended up being on part of Brand Jordan as well. Brand Jordan too, yeah. And, and then, dude, it's so crazy that I I've, I've forgotten. I sometimes I forget about this. 
And plus, I just I met his I met his nieces like years ago. And dude, I actually rode on a on a private PJ on a PJ with him. We went mm-hmm. from somewhere to to North Carolina. I think his niece had a birthday or something like that. Man, you know you know how we you know we do. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, that, that's how we. Yeah, a little low PJ. PJ. That's all right. That's all right. Audience, yeah. for those out there who don't know a PJ, it's a private jet. You know, but just go yeah, ahead it was not pajamas. In- not pajamas. Not pajamas. <laughs> not pajamas. Um, so yeah, let's get back into this such an entertainer episode. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so, so our, number two. Our number yeah, two. Back to um, the number two of the three and now. Um, I would say it was uh the king of com- the kings of comedy I guess yes yeah uh, the, his 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 new idea his, his version of it yeah um just to have that and and obviously I think he said the person I think to to get this off the ground will be Jamie Fox and if Jamie Fox is listening and, and you listeners out there uh, that follow us on and subscribe and all that good stuff you guys. Reach out to Jamie Foxx and, and and tell him to come on this show. Yeah, he's uh, running from he's running from us right yeah, now. Yeah, man, we 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 want to get <laughs> Jamie Foxx on the show. Uh, good friend of uh, both of us, me and Hat. Yeah. So yeah, we he we know we understand he has a busy schedule, but you know everybody has time right about now during this pandemic. We have nothing but time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you guys reach out to Jamie. Reach out, DM him, do what y'all got to do. Tell him to come on the, the Get Your Popcorn Ready show with T.O. and Hatch. Yeah, tell him stop running. It's all good. Um, I think yeah. the third thing for uh, the three and out was, um, of course, you know how everybody has their stories on when they played football, and his is hilarious because right. he came out to the football field, but he had his church socks on. Totally, and, totally different right? than everybody else. <laughs> totally that, different. That goes and gets hit, and that's the end of it. Right. His is he wasn't dressed the part. Because, again, he... <laughs> He, he liked to consider himself one of the better dressed kids in the school. And so he's like, when I play football, I got to be dressed well as, you know, dressed just as good. So he kept his good socks on to match his, uh, his whole outfit, his pants, his shoulder pads, helmet, whatever it was. And then he's like, when, the, when his coach seen him, it was, it was all bad. He made him into right. a, a tackling dummy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was yeah. fun. That's hilarious to me. His, uh, his one time playing football uh, story is actually hilarious. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you, Cedric Entertainer, for coming on. Blessing the show today, man. Good people, dog. Appreciate no you. No doubt. There it is. Get your popcorn ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Yes, sir. And if you want to see the video version, I know you want you guys and ladies out there, especially ladies want to see our handsome faces, uh, definitely subscribe <laughs> to our my YouTube YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com. Our YouTube channel. So you, it's, it's, I, I it's, own fifty percent of it now. It's 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 all about me. It ain't about you. It's <laughs> YouTube.com/slash Tara Lawrence, not Hatch. <laughs> you know what? I'm surprised your YouTube channel is not called MeTube channel. I'm really it should be. That. Maybe I should start that. <laughs> there it is. Get your popcorn ready. Peace. <laughs>